For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Yesterday, 81-year-old Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell stepped before the podium, and this is what happened. Uh, we're on a path to finishing the NDA uh, this week. It's been good bipartisan cooperation and a string of Want to say? I'm sure it's go back to your office. Do you want to say anything else to the press? Let's go back to you. Go ahead, John. What is it that we see here? What's happening? Well, at the most basic level, Mitch McConnell is a very frail, very elderly, 81-year-old man. He was born in February of 1942, before the Allies landed in North Africa, before the Battle of the Coral Sea and Midway, at the height of Nazi domination and Japanese imperialist expansion. Those were dark days in America. Mitch McConnell, like many of America's leaders, is in his 80s. Like Senator Dianne Feinstein, he is clearly incapacitated for his duties. Yet, he refuses to retire, to resign. He refuses to tend to his dignity. We see Mitch McConnell like this because he forces us to. Mitch McConnell ran in 1984 for the United States Senate against an incumbent named D. Huddleston. Here's a famous ad from that 1984 campaign. It seems Senator Huddleston was making a lot of money as a side hustle giving speeches. If all Senator Huddleston could only have known how wealthy Mitch McConnell would grow In his long decades of service in the United States Senate, his reaction to the ad might have been different than it was in the day. At any rate, here it is. My job was to find D. Huddleston and get him back to work. Huddleston was missing big votes on Social Security, the budget, defense, even agriculture. Huddleston was skipping votes but making an extra $50,000 giving speeches. I just missed him when D skipped votes for his $1,000 Los Angeles speech. Let's go, boys. We got him now. I was close at D's $2,000 speech in Puerto Rico. Thank you very much. We can't find D. Maybe we ought to let him make speeches and switch to Mitch for senator. This issue, the age of America's political leaders, 
is something that is shunned from polite discussion on television. It's something that's not often talked about. Or when it is, it's trivialized. It's weaponized. It's used to cut for cruelty's purpose, to make somebody feel bad or to diminish them for a political point, to score an election victory. The issue, though, is much deeper than that. It goes to a fundamental capacity for the duties, but also a vision for the job. The simple truth is that a child born today in America actuarially will live well in to their 100th year. These children born today will live till 2123 or beyond. They'll live into the first quarter of the 22nd century and some of them beyond it. It's extraordinary to consider. Think of the progress, the progress of humanity since 1923. Think of the tragedy, the tumult, the obliteration of the Second World War, where upwards of 100 million people were killed, the dawn of the nuclear age, where mankind has possessed now for 80 years the weapons that could extinct human civilization and wipe out in an instant all of the progress, all of the discovery, all of the literature and art, all of it in an instant. Think about the age of wonder and discovery that lies ahead. Who is best in the country to imagine it, to lead towards it? There is an astonishing hubris, an arrogance inherent in the conduct of Washington politicians. And it's not a Republican issue, and it's not a Democratic issue. It's an elderly politician issue. It is an affliction that is as equally shared by Dianne Feinstein as it is by Mitch McConnell. People who simply will not say goodbye. Now, this is an astonishing departure from America's political traditions. Thank you for listening to my political commentary. If you like what you heard today, please also consider subscribing to The Warning, daily newsletter on Substack. Our democracy hangs in the balance. The 2024 presidential election is the most consequential in America's history. It's not hyperbole. It's a fact. That is why the mission of The Warning with Steve Schmidt is to help readers orient to the currents that are shaping our times and the unseen forces driving politics that are very rarely discussed on cable news. Please sign up at Steve Schmidt, S-T-E-V-E-S-C-H-M-I-D-T dot substack dot com. Again, Steve Schmidt dot substack dot com or at the link in the show notes section below. Thank you to each and every one of you for listening and watching. Why was George Washington great? We know he was not a perfect person. 
when he was young, he was headstrong and arrogant. He was a slave owner. Yet he was universally respected in his era. He was unanimously voted for to be president of the United States by the Electoral College. There was really no question about who would command the revolutionary army or who would lead the nation. What did George Washington do that was exceptional? Extraordinary. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Time and time again, when power was his for the taking, when George Washington could have been a military dictator, an emperor, or a king, what did he do? He walked away from power. His adversary, King George III, was astonished by this. He said when he asked and was told that Washington would go home to his farm in Virginia, George III said that would make Washington the greatest man of that or any age. He walked away from power, setting the stage for a tradition. The American system is built on the service of citizens who occupy political offices for short periods of time. Those offices are vested with lawful power and authority. They exist within the framework of constitutional government that protects forever the rights of individuals, removing them beyond the power of government to ever interfere with, while severely constraining the power of government. We do not have and never have had a permanent class of politicians in this country. It's not healthy. It's unwise. And the American people deserve better because this feature of our politics is driving tremendous cynicism about the political system. Let's look at Mitch McConnell again. Let's look at the care being expressed for him by his middle-aged colleagues all around him. The important thing to understand about the McConnell incident is one, it's severe. We all saw what happened. Mitch McConnell is saying he's fine. Many of us have dads who, after an episode like that, might respond precisely like Mitch McConnell did. I'm fine. Basically code for leave me alone. I'm going to get on with my day. But unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you look at the world, Mitch McConnell is not the national dad. He's the Senate majority leader. And he's 81 years old. And he froze 
like a deer in the proverbial headlights. And the reason that happened was a medical reason. It could be as simple as dehydration, or it could be something much more severe. Who knows? The point is, all around the United States Senate, we are led by elderly people and their frailty, their weakness, and in Mitch McConnell's case, his decrepitude is showing severely. Youth is an important and potent force of energy in a nation. We need in America the vision to see things differently, to look ahead with optimism. Optimism is not happiness, nor is it a conviction that things will turn out without hardship. What optimism suggests is that after a lifetime of struggle, things can be better. That no matter what sadness, what grief, whatever hardship comes, that you will persevere. The problem with Mitch McConnell and the decrepit octogenarians and nonagenarians that are inhabiting some of the most powerful offices in Washington, D.C., is that they are the defenders, the centurions of a status quo that the American people despise, that they have lost faith in, that they have lost trust in. The American people have grown apathetic because they see unresponsiveness in government. It doesn't matter that 80 plus percent of the American people want common sense gun legislation. It doesn't matter that 80 percent of the American people want common sense immigration reform. The unresponsiveness of America's political classes and out of touch business elites and out of touch media mandarins has produced the field and the conditions on which a demagogue can rise. And we all know who that demagogue is. It's this man, Donald Trump, who at 78, compared to Mitch McConnell, looks fit, healthy, and ready for battle. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.